Well, I was like, you know, when Lisa said, you need to get Baldy to tell his maybe story. Uh, I expected no, I a thought you were just giving me shit for that. something. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> I, uh, when he said, you need to uh, Your friend no, was no, giving the shit. Actual story, so it's, uh, Among other bodily fluids. Uh, so we were out drinking one night, and I don't know, it was like young 20s. Uh, and so we stop over at a gas station because this guy has to use the bathroom. And we're like, okay, cool, whatever. And he's in there for quite some time. Uh, and it's like, okay, whatever. And he comes out and like opens the door. And you can tell like he just has shit and puke all over him. Like every, like, I don't know. Like you like dive in a mud puddle. Like that's what he looks like. Um, and you're just like, the fuck, man. Like, what are you doing? Um, and so like we- Shit and poop. Yeah, yeah. Shit, shit, shit and puke. Um, oh. And so we didn't puke, find out what happened that night because like too far gone. But we found out the you know the next day or a couple days later, whatever. Um, and he's like, yeah. So like I was sitting down on the toilet, and like then I started to feel like I had to throw up. So like he gets up, like pants are down and everything, gets up and like turns and like he's like, well, like and then I start throwing up and then like also at the same time like I start like pooping out his butt and he's gonna like, like spin around to see like which one's gonna go in the toilet <laughs> and it's like this well, well, i don't know well, where else would poop tornado of nonsense <laughs> in this poor bathroom in the side of the road in south carolina was never the same two additional is it two additional comments? I wish we did a video podcast because well, watching you try to reenact what was it, happening. It helps with the storytelling. Like, Ten times funnier than the actual next. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Oh, they. Uh, secondly, I, the poor. If that happened to me, like I was like the gas station worker, like, I would have just quit. I just like, nope, like I'm good. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what, what the hell happened? <laughs> I like the idea of it, like, you know, most like gas stations, like, you have there to get like a key, right? I like the idea. Uh. <laughs> I just walked in The key to the shit. Covered, covered in shit and puke. So, <laughs> standing the key back to the guy without saying a word and just walking out. Did you make him get undressed um, before car, getting into so, the yeah, car? I don't know. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> we were also I don't all know. I still probably and, wouldn't want to sit beside yeah, shit. No good decisions were made that night. Juker. <laughs> I hope you're ready, because once this train is moving, you can't stop it, unless you hit pause, or your listening device crashes. You're about to start listening to the Fool Court Press Podcast. That's F-O-O-L, Fool. We don't mess up your name, so say ours right. A terrible name, and I'm glad they're dead. Sandoria McConnell. Folks Court Press. Jamarcus Russell Wilson. You are going to hear the hard-hitting, well-researched basketball analysis. Kawhi Leonard has a size 14 shoe, so. Uh, and somebody else I can't remember. It's from four strangers with no chemistry. Who is we? I am the host, Lufa, who prides himself on precise NBA opinion. Yeah, it's this big <laughs> shire. 
It's the land of Luke Canards. Well, you know how like the Florida Panthers are like in Sunrise, Florida? It's like not like a real place. I am joined by NBA draft specialist and Tuchel apologist, Baldy. All of Florida is just made up. As well as Sandoria. Yeah, a real dick that guy is. Who's consistent fire takes. I don't like Luca. I think he's a real piece of shit. Luca's the owner of the Suns. I think he'd be a better owner. We'll scorch every part of your franchise. Trade <laughs> this motherfucker. Sarver's a real piece of shit. What a stupid name. Well, we gotta like a bear and we're gonna likers. Still a better name than the Thunder. Yeah, real dick that guy is. I hate you. Finally, we have our Australian basketball enthusiast, Duke. Brooklyn Nets have three players who were born in Australia. So pay attention. This may be free, but it's important. What does it mean? Jesus so fucking Christ, just shoot me. Everything yeah. will be fine. Alright, we're back in Better Than Ever. Welcome back to the Full Court Press Podcast, the only podcast made by fools for fools. Joined today here, my name is Lufa. I'm joined today here by Baldy, Lame. Sandy, and not Duke because he wants to spend time with his family like a communist. It's puke now. Uh, hi. <laughs> Everyone say hi. Hey guys. Hi. Hi, how's it going everybody? Alright, so we're going to start off this episode like we start off every episode except for the last one with the topics de Dante, the topics de jour, the topics de giorno. Uh, so the few topics that we have written down here, Damian Lillard trade comments, Kyrie wants to go team up with LeBron in Dallas, new coach in Toronto, congrats to Zion, assistant coach movement, uh, Jonathan Isaac launches a new anti-woke retail brand, Katie thinks uh, Jokic wants to FaceTime horses, Chris Paul saga, Jamal Murray's comments on his father, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Sandy, what are you going to talk about today? I'm still laughing at congrats to Zion. <laughs> congrats, yeah, big yeah. fella. He's having a kid. Yeah. yeah Good know, Zion uh, announced that, uh, announced the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that happened be, involving yeah. him this week. He's going to be proud of him. He's going to be a girl dad. So oh, good for him. That was actually good. Uh, he also made a girl mad. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a few things that you know from the Zion situation that is very exciting. You know, obviously, um, you know Zion's gonna be uh, Zion seems like he's a loving a loving guy. He's gonna be uh, uh, you know he's gonna be there a good girl dad. Uh, maybe uh, t- treat uh, treats women with respect. Also, he he obviously asks permissions before he spits in people's mouths, which is awesome. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's always uh. Oh, sorry. It's always uh, good that uh, the sorry. It looks like we're having some technical difficulties with uh, with uh, Baldy there. It says you're. It says that you're not recording. First, yeah, I can uh, barely hear you. By the way, too bald man. So that makes sense. Can you uh maybe uh maybe disconnect and try to reconnect? All right, cool. This feels like business as usual for you, Birdman. Yeah, but uh you know the good news uh, the good news is, is obviously he asks uh, uh you know he he asks permission before spitting in someone's mouth. It's always important not to burden your partner with uh, with your kinks. Your kinks uh they they uh, you shouldn't be ashamed to bring them up forward, but you should also be able to accept no for an answer. And you know, you know Zion uh, he knows that, and it's good. He's a very mature 
adult human being, and I love that about him. He's mature. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about uh, uh, with regards to that uh, there, Sandy? No, not really. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got nothing on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not Baldi. touching that with a 10,000 foot. Uh, CP3. Baldi, what topic would you like to talk about next? CP3. So Chris Paul got waved, uh, waved earlier this know. week. Or did he? Wave goodbye. A lot of... A lot of mystery. Uh, so uh, Chris Haynes uh, came out with a tweet saying that uh, the uh, the Suns are going to uh, have planned to uh, waive Chris Paul. He's guaranteed fifteen point eight million dollars, uh, but the rest of his contract, his thirty million dollar contract, is guaranteed as of the twenty eighth of uh, July. So if they want to, they uh, if they want to waive, uh, like if they waive him before the twenty eighth, they don't have to pay him the extra fourteen point two million dollars. But apparently. Uh, that was just something that they've been considering. Uh, they've talked to Chris Paul. They're looking at possibly also doing a trade or possibly waiving and re-signing him at a lower contract price. Sandy, what are your thoughts of the, what's going on with the Chris Paul situation? That was pretty confusing. Uh, five minutes after he was waived, apparently he wasn't waived, and now they're discussing it. You know, I don't know. I hear the Warriors are interested, and I hear he's interested in the Warriors, but also hear, hey, he wants to hang out with Book and KD some more. And then I hear DeAndre Ayton is more likely to stay. And then I hear, oh, DeAndre Ayton is probably going to get traded. Chris Paul is going to stay. And I, I don't fucking know, man. I'm just I, – <laughs> uh, someone figure something out, man. Come on. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I mean, like, the DeAndre Ayton stuff, I, like, a, like a lot of people thought with Monty getting fired, maybe that was their way of saying they want to rebuild the relationship with Ayton. Then it turned out that Monty was always going to get fired. It didn't matter what was going to happen. So the Ayton relationship didn't seem to weigh on that. But then they bring in Frank Vogel, who's kind of like the big man whisperer. So why would you do that unless you're planning on keeping Aiton? So I, I don't know, like the, the Aiton stuff is obviously uh, still, I think, pretty interesting. It's still a pretty interesting conversation. But yeah, um, yeah, Chris Paul possibly waived. We'll see uh, We'll see what happens uh, before July 28th, just after the draft. Um, should be interesting to see because that's really, like, the, the reason why they would waive him, it, it sounds like, if they waive him and then they stretch the $15.8 out over five years, it opens up their ability to get under the second apron, which means that they would then have the taxpayer mid-level exception plus their biannual exception uh, able to sign two additional players. And obviously Chris Paul, you know, uh, it's not really been, uh, not really been the best, uh, the best point guard uh, recently and uh, maybe would be more suited to being in a backup role so they could bring him back in a veteran minimum situation and save some money that way too. But, you know, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it moves forward because realistically when we were looking at the Phoenix Suns offseason, it was centered around them getting better players by trading Chris Paul, and, or not better players, but more players by trading Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. If they plan on keeping Ayton and waving Chris Paul, I'm not sure what other roster uh, development options they're going to have since they only have like a uh, uh, like the 55th pick in the draft this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're not going to get anything from the draft, so we'll see what happens. I don't think yeah. that uh, both those guys are going to be on the roster next year. I just hope that they make the right the right call and don't help out a rival. Yeah. That's it. That's all I asked for. Yeah. Speaking of helping out a rival, 
uh, Kyrie uh, wants to team up with LeBron. Did you hear that, Sandy? I did hear that. Oh, exciting. Remember all those yeah, years no. ago when he tried so hard just to escape LeBron? He had all that stuff he said, oh, can't play with this guy. He's going to go to fucking Boston of all places to get away from him. And now, oh, hey, I was wrong, LeBron. <laughs> I need you, big dog. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, uh, Baldy. What do you? Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you think this is? Uh, uh, do you think this was uh, writings uh, on the wall for uh, Russell, or what's going on there? Dallas, you know, see, try it out. LA is overrated. Oh, yeah, that's right. LeBron, uh, he's going to team up with yeah. LeBron, but not in LA. He's going to get LeBron traded to Dallas, or as uh, as fans have hypothesized, LeBron's <laughs> going to get bought out by the Lakers, and they're going to let him just go sign in Dallas. <laughs> the most okay, ludicrous, <laughs> the most ludicrous option was uh, pre- <laughs> presented as what Kyrie op- uh, Kyrie is asking for, which I mean doesn't surprise me even in the slightest. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Kyrie uh, Lebron's gonna come and join uh, Kyrie and uh, uh, Kyrie and oh, that uh, one guy. And uh, what's that guy's name? Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> in Dallas, the lesser important star. Uh, and uh, yeah, Dallas is gonna rebuild that way with yeah, no cap space. They're good. gonna be able to just bring in Lebron James and nothing to trade as well. So exciting times! Exciting times for LA. Exciting times for Dallas. Uh, so Sandy, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Dame Lillard's trade comments? Uh, do you want to talk about a new coach in Toronto, the new assistant coach movements, uh, Jonathan Isaac's uh, anti-woke uh, retail brand, KD want, uh, thinks Jokic just wants to t- FaceTime horses, uh, Paul Pierce, or Jamal Murray's father? Jamal Murray's father. <laughs> yeah. What? You don't. Uh, you didn't see no. this. Oh, so Jamal Murray uh, recently, um, game three, um, the uh, Jamal Murray was seen favoring his hand, um, and the reason why is he received a floor burn, uh, which like peeled like half of his palm off of his hand. It was very gross. Um, but uh, when asked uh, by Malik Andrews how uh, how he played through it, he said that he he always had a high pain tolerance because his dad would do, uh, do pain tolerance drills with him while he was a child, including balancing cups of hot tea on his quads while holding a squat. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so everybody celebrate the dad of the year right there. Um, One day you too no, could have no. a child that'll burn That's, his hand in the middle of a game yeah. and be able to complete the play because you tortured your child as a, as a youth. I got news for you. If you've been on Twitter longer than five minutes this week, you know that that's not the dad of the year. The dad of the year uh, is dad to a kid named Baby Gronk. I mean, the kid's not named Baby We're not gonna Gronk. We're going to go He's into it. <laughs> Let's, that just, that's dad of the year because that guy fucking sucks. It's... Yeah, child abuse all around. Um, uh, I'm uh, I'm against Baldy. What you are know? your thoughts on abuse? Not afraid children? to say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Firm stance. Hot take. Um, what do you think if it's a? What do you think if burning a child with hot tea would then later allow them to win an NBA championship? What if that happened? Yep. That's the problem. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I guess he's. I guess he doesn't stand firmly against child abuse. Yeah. 
<laughs> he only this stands up firmly right, against child abuse coffee. perpetrated with tea instead of coffee. <laughs> Cheerio. We had a whole war dedicated to this. That In fairness, uh, Jamal Murray's dad is Canadian, so. No. Yeah, that's what it is. So he's, you know, Kitchener, Ontario. We burn our children with tea, not yeah, coffee. For training. Not for fun. Um, for training. For training purposes. It's an art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can have fun while training. It's not like they're mutually exclusive. It's just the sole purpose wasn't the fun. Uh, right. Uh, Sandy, or er, uh, Baldy, you want to talk uh, Katie, uh, Katie's comments on Jokic? Uh, assistant coach movement, new coach in Toronto. Uh, I want to uh, Dane talk Willard's about trade comments from Jonathan Paul Isaac Pierce. called uh, uh, Unitas. This is what, I, what I, I'm gathering Ooh. it's called. Yeah. Yeah, so Blue Lives Matter, uh, John, uh, Jonathan Isaac, uh, famous for uh, being in the bubble, uh, telling everybody uh, that he was standing for the national anthem, that cops have rights too, and that he then immediately uh, blew out his ACL and ne hadn't played really at all in, three, uh, in the four seasons that followed, um, has now launched a, a new clothing line. And what, do you know what he, uh, what he said? In, uh, like, do you know what the, uh, the press statement uh, said about uh, his no, clothing I'm line when it first was released there? Uh, it, but I, so I keep on getting to this aggregated sites. Uh, the one I'm on right now called uh, Sportskedia, and I can't get over the name of this. This is fantastic. Um, but it's, I don't know, from what I gather, it's just like a, a, a Christian anti-woke clothing brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Retail brands have the freedom to go woke, and we have the freedom to create an alternative. Unitas launches in oh, August so it's of twenty twenty three. Because like, there tuned. is, we are Unitas. a clothing brand already called Unitas. Uh, same spelling and everything. They do team uniforms and sports apparel. That I thought that was it, and I was looking at their site. I was like, none of this says anti. It's just like, hey, buy a jersey. Like, fuck, whatever. <laughs> I think I think what they mean is that they're just gonna not allow gay people to be in their advertisements and probably will actively uh, discriminate against trans people or and stuff like that because that's what they're protesting, right? They're they're protesting companies putting putting gay and trans people in their commercials and doing different pride stuff. They probably won't have pride jerseys. That won't be that won't be there. Another uh, another stellar Canadian advertisement there. Jonathan Isaac followed by uh, uh, followed uh, Jamal Murray's uh, torturous father with uh, Jonathan Isaac. Canada is crushing it. Really exporting the best of the best. Over combine there. that with you. Uh, <laughs> combine oh that with God. you guys destroying New York this week, and you guys are really on fire. No. Oh, you're on fire. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of a fire. that was and kind of a win. Yeah, we're on fire. Smoke this, made my, we're on fire uh, this week. Wednesday and Thursday. Pretty annoying. <laughs> Yeah, well, we do our okay. best. We, we were actually no, I knew it. Yeah, we act, that was actually what why we caused those forest fires. Yeah, specifically, yeah. The, super annoying. I tried to go out to piss off your like, No, you can't because it's you can't breathe. <laughs> Two or three. How many days out of the week do you kayak? Yeah, specifically. 
Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, I think he specifically said that. Uh, so uh, it actually wasn't that bad for me. I got to be honest with you. We had it had a little bit of a smell. I just like uh, oh, this whole but, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like, mostly just ah, went down bad. to you guys. Like I don't know. I, I don't... <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like for me personally, like I mean, like. We had some air quality alerts, but it wasn't really that bad. Like, you could go outside, people were running, jogging, biking. Like, I mean, it was pretty nice like, days. What's funny about nice all warm, this is that, warm um, weather. It just one of those like days, like, your city was listed, like, <laughs> worst AQI in the world for, like, that one day. And then they showed, like, second, third, fourth, like, whatever. And, like, the AQI in, like, this some place in China, I forget the name, like, New Delhi in India. And, like, this is, like, their normal is, like, the 300 plus. I was like, fuck. Like, and we, like. Yeah, that's their yeah, sort of days. That's insane. <laughs> right yeah yeah it's like it's like everybody stay inside don't do anything meanwhile they're just like living their lives and doing their own thing no my wife like she uh she lived in korea for it's a, a good year. point yeah, um, to clarify there south um <laughs> <laughs> she didn't go to like a camp or anything like that uh <laughs> so, but they would have like these like yellow days where like basically like this like rust colored air would like go across like the uh, the China Sea, like and like make it so everybody couldn't go outside for like a, a couple days and shit, just when the wind is right, <laughs> you know, when the wind is just perfect coming off that uh, that uh, that China Sea. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's uh, Jonathan right. Isaac. Nice man. Go woke, go broke. So uh, he's uh, he's gonna stay rich. Uh, what do you think, uh, Sandy? You think uh, Jonathan Isaac is uh, is gonna be uh, gonna be playing basketball next season? You no, know, just based on not even any of this, but his previous two seasons when it comes to playing basketball, I, I got a feeling that uh, that's a no. It's just just a hunch. Yeah, just, just a hunch. I think he. It, I think he's got a non-guaranteed seventeen million dollar contract, uh, so maybe uh, maybe this is not the time to be do- uh, sending out that messaging. But anyways, I kind of <laughs> want to know who hates basketball more between him and DeAndre Ayton. To be honest, sorry, I wonder who hates basketball more between him and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Baldy says it's him. Um, does DeAndre Ayton Ayton hate basketball, or does he just hate everybody in I the Suns? I mean, that's your passion. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just pulling up the uh, the Orlando Magic salary cap sheet. Yep, he has a partially guaranteed contract, so uh, they can get out of uh, they can get out of it. Only seven point six millions guaranteed of his seventeen million dollar contract. So, uh, yeah, Jonathan Isaac, hit the bricks, buddy. All right. Um, so, uh, do you guys, uh, so Baldy or Sandy, do you want to talk, uh, KD? Do you want to talk assistant coaches? Do you want to talk a new coach, uh, or Paul Pierce? Uh, <laughs> let's talk Paul Pierce, man. Paul Pierce it is. Uh, is there anything you want to mention about Paul Pierce at all? <laughs> uh, He's a very funny drunk. Are we sure it was drunk? I think it might've been a mix. <laughs> He was, as they say, lit. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> I believe that's how they just—I uh, believe that's how KG uh, KG described him as well. So uh, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce—they have a podcast, a video podcast—and they decided to do a live watch along to Game Three of the NBA playoffs. Paul Pierce, 
uh, I guess maybe forgot that they were doing a live wa- uh, watch along and just decided to show up to K- uh, CKG and hang out. And <laughs> he brought his girlfriend along. And Sandy, do you have anything you want to say about uh, Paul Pierce's girlfriend? Well, so no, you, you go on. Yeah, and show apparently. Your so as he, he he goes on to oh, Baldi has know, some thoughts. Uh, say to everyone on the live stream, which apparently he didn't know was a live stream or how a live stream works. Um, that it was just a, a his girlfriend for the night. Five and times. That he knows a website where you can go and uh, I don't yeah. know if he used the word rent yeah. a girlfriend for yeah, the night. A but you don't. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he is he mm-hmm. is bogarting yeah. that mm-hmm. website and not sharing it with anybody. Five times. <laughs> I bet Zion. Has, so you rent. I bet he's got the link. <laughs> I mean, judging by the uh, Instagram messages and Snapchat messages I'm seeing uh, from Zion Zion being posted and shared, it doesn't look like he's using that website. Um, So, yeah, no, uh, that is 100% correct. Uh, You know, Paul Pierce rented his girlfriend. We know this because uh, he told everybody, not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, five times. Five times. He was like LeBron James... He was LeBron James announcing how many championships he was going to win in Miami. That was Not what he one. was doing. <laughs> Not two. <laughs> Not three. <laughs> and then he was follow- uh, following up by like, <laughs> he's following it up by uh, arguing with uh, Kevin Grant, uh, Garnett, who spent the entire time just trying to be his friend, being like, "Hey, man, we're we're live right now. You want to just keep it a little bit cool? We're watching the game. Why don't you talk about your game? Uh, talk about the game." And uh, Paul Pierce was insistent that they weren't live and that he was somehow getting punked or something. Like I don't I don't know what was happening there. Like it was like they had all these cameras there just to make him think it was going live until he saw. On his phone, everybody was tweeting about the nonsense that he was yeah. spouting on this uh, on this live stream. You know what this tells me? <laughs> Poppers is very easy to fuck with. He was just under the impression <laughs> that he's getting pranked. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's like he's just like he gets he gets pranked so frequently. His assumption is that he just doesn't qu- he questions yeah, everything that yeah. he experiences moving forward. He's like, I don't even believe in gravity anymore. I just assume that you guys put magnets in my boots. Uh, my other, my other favorite was the fact that like they're like uh, the guy uh, the, like they were like commenting on the game and he's like, why does that guy have the ball? And like uh, like he was like questioning like why a certain player was or, like he was questioning why a certain player wasn't playing, but the guy was like carrying the ball up the floor. <laughs> like he's just like completely out of it. So Paul Pierce living his best life and congrats to him. Congrats to him and congrats to Zion. Yeah, congrats Zion. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna be a great dad. All right. Uh, no, next, <laughs> up next, let's talk coaches, and then we'll follow it. Uh, we'll end everything up with uh, Katie. Uh, Katie. So uh, the uh, the uh, Toronto uh, Raptors have hired a new coach, Dark uh, Darko Nailed it. Radikovic. Is that what his name is? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Sandy, he's he used to be one of your assistant coaches. He was responsible for your whole like offensive turnaround, right? Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, no, he's a uh, you know he's a player. De- he was a player development coach. Uh, spent time in San Antonio. Spent time in uh, spent time with the Suns during uh, Monty's first season. 
uh, spent time uh, in Memphis most recently. So, uh, you know, uh, it's great. Uh, Toronto needs some help with uh, developing shooters and uh, get a Grizzlies assistant if that's what you want. <laughs> oh, you stole the joke from me. Do you know what I mean? That was, that was bad. All right. That was bad. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, Dar- uh, Darko Rad- uh, Radikovic, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, tr- you know, uh, one of the things that, you know, I-, I said a few times on here is that there was a very likely chance that the uh, Raptors were going to go with the first-time head coach. Um, Masai has only hired three coaches as far as I'm aware. Uh, Mike Malone, uh, Nick Nurse, and now uh, Radikovic. Uh, and Mike Malone was a second. It was the only rehire, and Mike Malone only, uh, only had one season with the Kings. So the idea of him going with established coaches, well, uh, some fans may have preferred that, was never really something that seemed very likely uh, with uh, with him at all, especially given how much competition there was for the uh, coaching job market this uh, this offseason as well. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the only thing that was shocking was that he was an assistant coach that you didn't hear co- get coming up with interviews in other areas. But from all account, uh, from all accounts, he's a well-respected uh, player development coach, and that was an area of focus for Masai in this uh, this time uh, time frame, which might suggest that Toronto is more interested in retooling as opposed to uh, trucking out the same same old aging crew. So, yeah, Sandy, you have any thoughts? No. All right, assistant coach movement. Where's Charles Lee, Sandy? Where's Charles Lee? Where'd he, he go? Phoenix, right? Boston. Yeah, you can take that for data. That's who went to Phoenix. Anyway, I uh, yeah, so I, just, I just think this is the week where the basketball has been the least interesting topic compared to all the shit going on outside of the actual game of basketball <laughs> and the hirings. This has just been like chaos week in the Windy City. <laughs> Yeah, well, and like that follows up with the the last uh, topic, Dejounte here, uh, which is KD. Uh, KD deleted a tweet, um, retweeting the Dan Lebetard show uh, with Stu Gatz, uh, who had a comment about how Jokic is uh, is an absent superstar that didn't, doesn't really spend time like trying to build up his image in the media. KD says, you know, he he's not about that glitz and glamour. He just wants to go out there, ball, and then go home and FaceTime with his horses. Uh, Sandy, who do you want to FaceTime with after you ball? LeVar. LeVar, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean yeah, I, that's uh, that's great. I know uh, I know Jimmy Butler likes to FaceTime with I'm the zebras. I'm good with anybody, really. Uh, Baldy, I mean, what are your thoughts? You want to go drinking? Let's go drinking. Remember when? So I was I was gonna ask uh, how far outside of the top five Jimmy Butler is for y'all. <laughs> well, he's voting. he's not what, played enough games to be in consideration at this point. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing the Jimmy Butler. I'm just gonna miss games every now and then for reasons. It's load management. Yeah, yeah, I got a load. I you mean, can manage. look when your team is. Dear God. I prefer not. Look, this guy is so nonchalant about it too. <laughs> Just like... This guy wants to. What is happening? I don't understand. Everything will be fine. This is not a basketball pod this, anymore. This, this guy Jimmy James Bootleg. He's uh, he wants to load manage. 
You're listening to the Fool Court Press Podcast. And we're back better than ever. We're the Fool Court Press Podcast, only podcast made by fools for fools. And we're talking the championship basketball between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Last time we spoke, Miami had tied the series at 1-1. We are now four games in. I'm assuming, uh, Sandy, am I right in saying that it is now 2-2? Is that correct? Did they split split Uh, Miami? The Heat are leading 3-1, I think, aren't they? The Heat are leading 3-1? Is that true? true? Pretty sure that's that one. They won both in Denver. No, no, no. Uh, it's, it's over. It's fucking over. It's over. But hey, man, they had a good. Yeah, run. the Heat. The Heat decided not to show up to Miami, and uh, the Nuggets uh, ran them out of the court both games, uh, both by double, uh, both by double digit victories. Um, and the the second one, you know, Jamal Murray and Jokic weren't really the catalyst behind that. Instead, they got torched by Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the series is going exactly how everybody expected it's funny it. funny because usually in Miami it's the fans that don't show up. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, Miami does seem to really want to play defense. Um, unfortunately, they also don't want to score. <laughs> so uh, it's been it's been pretty quick work. Obviously, uh, game four goes tomorrow. It could be the last game. If not, uh, next, uh, uh, if not, the game seven will be next Sunday. If the series does go to seven games, maybe we'll uh, we'll record the podcast a little bit later so we will have a champion. But yeah, I expect a I expect a pretty early uh, early finish to the uh, NBA Finals season. My uh, my uh, my question to you guys is: Did we have such a good p- playoff that it doesn't matter if the finals is kind of a dog walk? Kind of. I mean, like, if you think back, first round of the playoffs, you know, Miami had the massive historic upset over Milwaukee that kind of just defined the Eastern Conference playoffs moving forward from there. You know, you had the Golden State Warriors-Kings series, which was electric. Memphis-Lakers uh, was really good. And then you go into the you go into the second round, you have, you know, the Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Nuggets series is probably arguably the best series of the entire playoffs. Uh, the uh, the the Warriors and Lakers have a really good series. Boston uh, Boston and the the 76ers go back and forth pretty heavily. And then you go into the Eastern Conference Finals and you have the first time in like forever a team comes back from 3-0 even though they lose in game 7. That was still pretty impressive and obviously there was the sweep in the West. I mean, it was overall though. It's been a we've had some pretty memorable case uh, uh, like um, series in each of the rounds. And I th- I'd argue that first round may have been one of the best first rounds you know, we've ever seen. At this point in the season, I think there's only one question left. After the Nuggets win the title, what team is Mike Malone going to talk about first? The Heat or the Lakers? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I, what I really want to hear in just one more time on the broadcast is how Mike Malone called Bruce Brown up in the offseason and asked him, why is no one signing you? And then Bruce Brown says, like, coach, I don't think people know where to play me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If I haven't heard that, if I don't hear that one, mil, one million times uh, by the end of the playoffs, then I think that ESPN has failed in their job of overeducating me on Bruce Brown's uh, free agency. 
Did you know he's uh he's eligible to make a lot of money this offseason? I wonder. Uh, sign yeah. uh, Bruce Brown. I mean, Bruce Brown was a uh, he was considered a uh, like he was being played as like yeah. a center in Brooklyn because his like his shooting was so poor. Uh, he was mm. just like basically yeah. a slasher and a dunker with a really tenacious def- uh, defense. Mm-hmm. This whole shooting thing is kind of like a this season aberration. Yeah. But I guess when you get play uh, paired with two of the best playmakers in the league. Uh, you might you might see an improvement in your shot uh, your shot yeah, see, quality. See, you gave us a serious answer when I was just hoping you'd say because they don't know where to play him. Yeah, they just don't know where to play him, Coach. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, things from the series that you're uh, interested in seeing, uh, Sandy? Before the uh, before it comes to it, uh, a, a premature close. Uh, I think it's it's cool. I'm uh, I'm going to be honest here. I, I talk my shit about the guys who eliminate the Suns. I always will, but I I think that Jokic has had a hell of a playoff run. It may go down as one of the best playoff runs of all time. It's too early to say that, I think, but I think statistically, looking back on this in a few years, people are going to put it up there with like some of the all-time great runs. You know, I think statistically it's been a, you know, it's been definitely one of like the top five numbers runs, but like, I mean, what are numbers nowadays? Like, it seems like this year is such an aberration when it comes to numbers in general. Um, But what I, what I find is more impressive is just the resume of the players he beat. Like, it's not about the cha- it's not about the championships. Uh, maybe the championship where all the players that he whooped, uh, whooped up along the way, you know, uh, between like Anthony Edwards having like what uh, two uh, two near fifty point games uh, against uh, against the Nuggets in the first round, uh, he he went up against Devin Booker, who was the best player in the playoffs up until he got up until game uh, game six when uh, when they finally silenced him. Um, then he went up against obviously. AD and LeBron, and now he's playing against uh, Jimmy, who's the other player who's the best player ever in the playoffs. You know, the body count that he's accumulated in this uh, in this off in this playoffs is uh, is one of the more impressive ones. I think that uh, when you go matching it up player for player uh, compared to other uh, other legendary runs, the other aspect of it is how dominant Denver's been. Outside of the first year, uh, first year of KD with uh, with Steph, uh, where the Warriors only ended up losing one game to, uh, on their way to the winning a championship, this is be the lowest amount of losses if they end up winning in five. This will be the lowest amount of losses since the uh, the Kobe Shaq era, uh, when they went uh, when they only lost three games um, to uh, to repeat as champions. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, I mean it's a it's a really dominant run in that sense. Like the statistics are the statistics. Like I mean, obviously those will stand uh, those will stand up in, um, against history. But what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what it means historically because I I think there's been a lot of numbers inflation, and we definitely saw it in this playoffs. We had we went from having four ever fifty point scores in a playoff game to having three or, four, or no four new fifty point scores in this playoff between Devin Booker. Uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, Steph Curry, and uh, Jason Tatum, 
and oh sorry and uh, Jimmy Butler so we we have five so there's now nine 50 point scores in the playoffs when previously in history there was only four so like I mean the numbers are inflated this all, uh, playoff all of this clearly. Jokic praise stated I'd like to say something controversial here I think the most important player to this run has been Jamal Murray I think he's definitely been the most important player in and this it's, series. It's, it's not to take away from um, Jokic. It's just the fact that as dominant as Jokic is, Murray gives that team just just, just so much firepower with him that it, it, it's impossible to defend that offense. Well, it's, it's great to have a guy who can just go and get a shot that isn't Jokic. So, like... Like the thing is, is like you can't double team, you can't triple team Jokic just because of the passing ability, but also you can't just like hide your weakest defender uh, anywhere on the court because between Jokic and Murray, they will they one of them is going to get on that guy and put uh, put it in the net, and then obviously Jamal Murray's mid range game has been, you know, it's been Phoenix like um, this uh, in this series and the series prior, um, and you know like. He was Jamal Murray was really quiet in the first two series. I found, um, like he wasn't like he, you watch the Phoenix series. Like he was there, but it wasn't like he was. He wasn't the same guy who was burying the Lakers and burying the Heat. Um, but you know this, uh, these last two series is like particularly with Jokic off the floor. Jamal Murray has been dominant, um, and I, I would definitely agree with you. He's been he's been vital to the. Uh, to the run. I think they, they don't get there without Jokic and they don't get there without Murray, but uh, I think that should be clear at this period of time. Both of them are outstanding players. And I think Jamal Murray's uh, making a case for him to put together a pretty decent season next year. And he could be, you know, I would argue like, you know, with the, with the season that we saw from Shea Gilgis Alexander right now, I think before the playoffs, we'd all say that Shea was better than Jamal Murray. But if Jamal Murray were to play a season like this, um, given the fact that Jamal Murray is a better uh, a better uh, shooter uh, inside and out, um, you know Shea Shea obviously is a better defender. I would you know you could make an argument that Shea, who was the second best guard in the league left this year, he may actually be he may actually be the second best Canadian guard in the uh, um, in the league right now. So it's true. It's true. Um. So doing the playoffs, Shea. That's what I'm saying. Give yourself a ring. Do you remember when? So yeah, that's uh, that's uh, those are all very important details that you uh, that you broke down. I think there's a couple things that uh, I would like to present in Jacques Vaughn's uh, um, defense. Obviously, he has the beard, right? So he can absorb that shock absorption, right? You're gonna have to work the lower body on Jacques. You can't go upper body on him because he's he's got he's got a little bit of the he's got a little bit of cushion there, um, so you're really just going to tire yourself out. The other aspect is is Ben, ben Simmons must much more muscularly defined, which means that he could get tired pretty quickly um, in a fight. A lot of oxygen, a lot of blood flow that it's required to keep those muscles nice and uh, nice and energetic, nice and elastic. You know, Jock could just rope a dope him. You know, just keep ta- just keep absorbing those hits and then. Pow! Ninth, 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 uh, ninth quarter or whatever they call them. <laughs> round, ninth round. Ninth quarter. Yep, nailed it. Uh, ninth round. Uh, that was the chair. That wasn't my, <laughs> that wasn't my ass. You're listening to the Fool Court 
All right. Thank you for listening to Self-Indulge. We're the Fool Court Press Podcast, only podcast made by fools for fools. All right. So we wanted to talk a little bit about a viral tweet um, that's been, uh, that went, uh, made the rounds yesterday uh, by at A-A-S-I-N it all. Uh, this is the funniest season ever. I'm sorry. And then everybody just quote tweeted it and sent their funniest moments uh, from the NBA season this year. Baldy, I've been told that you have a top five funniest moments uh, that was based off I'm of this thread. Right. Oh, man. You are right. Baldy, I you was are muted. muted. I was all ready to be like, no, you're talking you, you're to yourself. Uh, nope, that was all me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's not really like a top five, it's just like a, a collection of shit that was funny, because like ranking these things, impossible. Uh, so one of them is, uh, during a Lakers game, uh, at Golden State, where LeBron isn't playing, he's just on the, on the sideline in, in uh, civilian clothes, whatever. Uh, they're interviewing this, uh, little boy and little girl, uh, and this little girl's like, oh, like LeBron's so huge, and like whatever, and whatever. And they they pan out, and here's LeBron like in a beanie and sunglasses, like fucking like acting like he can't hear them, like he's literally inches away. It's just, like the weirdest fucking thing. Um, ah, <laughs> oh. oh man. Uh, Pat fun. Bev bringing the, uh, the camera onto the court to show the refs. Yup. <laughs> it's a foul! <laughs> oh, that was fucking funny. That was great. What was better, Pat Bev doing that or LeBron James having oh, a complete meltdown, collapsing to the ground like a toddler? Oh, God. Don't make me choose. Um, <laughs> while we're staying on Pat Bev, he uh, gave a post-game interview uh, where he's like, uh, yeah, well, we, you know, we're improving. You know, The other night we shot 20%. Now we're shooting 26 like cool <laughs> like <laughs> right yeah no Pat Bev was do great. a top five with just Patrick uh... <laughs> remember him like the, during the off season last year like like where he just decided he was like I'm gonna just say the most ludicrous shit on the planet like all across first take he was like on first take for like a week just flaming like every <laughs> uh, like every point guard in the league including yeah. like Steph Curry yeah yeah He's 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 a highlight machine in the sense that he's a uh, low light. If we're gonna stay on Pat Bev for a second, uh, Sports Center tweeted out that you know hyping up Minnesota when he was there, you know, showing Pat Bev and uh, I'm gonna be honest, some other guy I don't know, whoever. Uh, and Pat Bev retweets it, quote tweets is like the gang is back, heart, whatever, <laughs> and it's like Pat Bev, yeah, was traded the very next day. <laughs> the and gang is not back. <laughs> Uh, this is probably my favorite picture. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Not even of just this season, but of all goddamn time. Uh, Joel Embiid stomping, smushing <laughs> some dude's face into the court. And, I, yeah, Grant Williams' face. And, like, I don't know who it is looking at him, but yet, like, the Grant Williams. The fa- yeah, Jalen has, like, the face guard on. And he's just sitting there, wide mouth, open eyes, just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't know who uh, Jalen Brown is. I know that segment will peel back the. Oh, I know on. nothing about. It. I couldn't care less really about basketball. Oh, <laughs> <good 
so so like the uh, the Jalen like uh, the Jalen Brown quote. I don't have it in front of me, but it was something along the lines of, "I don't want to ca- talk about the refs. I don't want to get fined." But I just saw Grant Williams get stepped on by a 300-pound man. And that and like, was the, the craziest like, shit I've ever Graham's seen in my face, life. like, becoming one with the hardwood floor. Just, like, it is, like, in there. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, like, how are you still alive yeah, after that? He, like, he played. He played the rest of that game. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. Man, that was... Oh, that was so good. Sandy, did you have any of it that you liked? I, I didn't prepare a thread or a list or anything because that was on that was a Baldy segment, but I I've gone through this this tweet and I've seen numerous things. Just hold on, let me see if I can find my favorites. Alright, while you're doing that, I'll uh, list off a couple of mine. Jimmy Butler uh, on uh, on pr- uh, opening uh, opening press day puts in hair extension dreads so that whenever they show Jimmy Butler and advertise any Miami Heat games with Jimmy Butler, uh, they would have him with this insane haircut that he never actually had um, as a joke to everybody else. And they still are, they still show it now, even into the uh, NBA Finals. Grant, <laughs> go ahead. There's go also... Ahead. Sorry. There's also uh, Bones Highland. Uh, you know he was the starting point guard for the uh, Denver Nuggets last season. You'll uh, some people may remember he was unceremoniously kicked off of the team basically right before the trade deadline and traded for two second round picks uh, to the uh, L.A. Clippers. Bones Highland didn't really agree with Jamal Murray being played over him, and he made it made it said as much. And then the next time he was there. Uh, he played against the uh, played against the Nuggets. He got blocked four times. He ended up shooting three for twenty two, and Jamal Murray like put fifteen uh, like uh, put uh, twenty five on him, uh, including shooting three two three pointers over more his like, head. Uh, more like Bone Highland. <laughs> yeah, Bones Highland talked himself out mm-hmm. of a championship ring. Uh, <laughs> Grant Williams at the free throw line. I'm going to make both. Dame Lillard uh, t- uh, telling uh, Aiton that he he doesn't have it and he missed both. Draymond Green beginning the season with a documentary about punching his teammate. Uh, Jordan Poole taking a shot so bad that Steph got ejected. Sticking with the Warriors, Draymond Green trash talking, uh, trash talking Herb Jones, and then getting subbed off in the middle of the trash talk. And- Kyle Lowry took a seat on Jack Harlow. Uh, the Miami Heat putting a 42 year old Udonis Haslam to guard Jason Tatum. <laughs> I completely forgot about that one. Oh god, that's so funny. Uh, uh, Cindy, do you Opening got another night one? for the 76ers uh, a pyro explosion scared <laughs> one of their players <laughs> oh. oh man wasn't that wasn't that the uh, that wasn't uh, 76ers that was the Toronto Raptors like they scared the they oh, scared Precious Achua oh. like he dived he dived down <laughs> 
Uh, let's see here. I got I got the thing All open right, right now, one. so let's, uh, uh, let's see if we got something Jimmy good Jimmy Butler here. telling Bam that he'll hold the next trophy just to choke in the finals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clay Thompson holding up four fingers yes. continuously every time he gets cooked. <laughs> <laughs> this one is an all-timer. Yes. Kawhi Leonard oh, calling the offensive foul against great. his own team. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, Patrick Beverly. <laughs> Patrick Beverly giving LeBron James yeah. too little. Oh God! Yeah. And then. Only, only to be answered by Austin Reeves uh, doing it back to him. <laughs> oh man, such good stuff. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that. I there, think that there's a video in the Western Conference semifinals of DeAndre Ayton on one possession, just watching the play. Without doing anything, without making a single effort for about twelve seconds. How about this one, uh, Zubac uh, for the LA Clippers getting yeah, stuck in the Timberwolves <laughs> cheerleading circle? Uh. Oh God! Jared Allen, the lights were brighter than expected. Uh, Paul Pierce. Uh, talking about how he rented his girlfriend four times. In uh, the, in Jordan the Poole getting his uh, his arm sleeve stripped off and he slips on it. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> there should just be a Jordan there, Poole section. There's there a picture <laughs> of LeBron James taking his record-breaking shot, and in this picture, Thomas Bryant is calling for the ball on the block. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Skip Bayless, or me revealing to uh, Duke and uh, Duke and Sandy that Skip Bayless <laughs> believed that John Morant was a member of the Crips because he had he had a gun. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that segment, but like you guys, like you guys hadn't seen that one, and you were so shocked. Uh... Russell Westbrook saying his performance was solid the night he went 0 for 11. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. That just reminded me of the best Russell Westbrook ever. <laughs> LeBron James and uh, LeBron James and Darvin Ham uh, in a video where they're hyping up the Lakers. And being like, we gotta get greedy. We gotta go for it. And then a little bit, and then uh, Russ piles on, and we gotta have fun, guys. Let's just go out there. Who cares what happens from every game? Let's just go have fun. Uh, James Harden. Oh God. Randomly running yeah, out of the court, and then he gets the clocked in like the side of the face there. with the ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah, just jumps off the bench and like the guy is just like what the <laughs> there was no one there Nikola Jokic <laughs> drafting himself in the all-star game <laughs> yeah so he wouldn't get picked last he left Laurie Markin to get picked last that was great great, great uh, brotherhood right there 
Uh, let's see here. Peyton Pritchard <laughs> requests to get tried. Is that funnier than uh, Evan Fournier requesting a trade? What about Firk, Firk and Corkmas? <laughs> I got, I got, I got a real good one. Uh, Julius Randle making his yeah. son cry because of his three-point contest performance. <laughs> How about uh, Pop guaranteeing he's going to keep Luca under fifty points for Luca to score fifty-one on him? <laughs> Uh, how about Point Plumley? <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, what do you guys think? Is that about enough, or does anybody uh, have anything? Kanye extra? West tweeting a picture of Chris Paul. Let's break one last window before we get Jeez. out of here. I caught this guy with kids. Good night. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That was a great. That one lit Twitter on fire for like a good twenty four to forty eight hours. That was like the Zion. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Do you remember when? Uh, one thirty to one oh eight, and they did that without Lamella. They did it without Miles Bridges. <laughs> Who played for the Pelicans? I. I don't think I can name two of their starters. I think they got a Plumley somewhere. Well, it's weird that you mentioned Lamelo and Miles Bridges. I think you might think that they're the Hornets, or is that a oh, joke that I just you know what? I just yeah, that's uh, the Pelicans. The, Pe- the Pelicans have uh, Zion. They have Brandon Ingram. They have Tunis. Uh, they have a bunch of players there. You know what? We we, <laughs> we dragged on a little too far. Uh, let's just cut that. Let's just cut this. Let's cut the last five minutes. Welcome to the, the new segment. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? I was just a little confused. All right. Can, well, I, uh, can, I, can I go one week without a press? Well, I guess that's up to you. Full uh, <laughs> Court Press. You're listening to the Full Court Press Podcast. All right, we're back and better than ever. Uh, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, uh, Duke's Movie Review. Sandy, take uh, it away. I didn't watch Paranorman. Uh, <laughs> I covered the first half of the movie some time ago in the Wikipedia article, and I thought, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> There's a bad Nazi somewhere in here. And uh, uh, Tremors, Tremors, that was Baldy. <laughs> Yes, yes. Do you have a movie that you want to no. review? I haven't watched uh, I watched uh, <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Universe. Baldi, you have a movie you or want multiverse, to review? Whatever the fuck it's called. You know what I'm talking about. It was oh, nice. Spider-verse. The Spider-Verse. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to see that one. I'm, the, I'm thinking so about they taking my son just to put it. put out like, a new like, remixed uh, like, sound oh. mixed version. Because, um, like, I was thinking, like, kind of like in the beginning of the movie, like, oh, like, it's a little quiet. Like, maybe it's just like a me thing or like the theater I go to sucks. But apparently, like, that was like a thing. Um, like, the sound quality was kind of weird. Yeah. So they put a new version out with better mix okay. uh, sound quality. They went all Christopher Nolan on it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing really happened in soccer this week. All so. right. Now, Baldy, you want to give us a soccer second? 
And uh, th- uh, so Messi, nothing important. Messi signed with Inter Miami. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. Oh, uh, ticket prices messy. are skyrocketing everywhere. Um, I don't know. Overall, like I think it's a great thing. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the people saying that uh, Messi's just there because I mean... he's afraid of the challenge? Just running from the press. I get it. Double entendre. I like it. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's um, it's I don't know. Like, is is it a less competitive league than France? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I saw a rumor that he turned down like like one point four. Saudi Arabia was about to like Saudi give Arabia. him fucking everything, but he also has like a wife and he also has a wife and three kids that oh, he didn't want to raise uh, there. So. Okay. I'm just assuming that uh, Baldi's cat has found a mouse. Huh? Wait, are you saying that he wants to abandon his family? No, 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 because he didn't want to raise his family in Saudi Did Arabia. Did you say he signed in Miami because he wants to abandon his family? Is that what you just said? Mm. Oh, okay. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is like... That's a dark thing to say. So, <laughs> like, the... <laughs> I decided to start a new life. When's the... I think the Inter-Miami Stadium isn't supposed to be done until, like, uh, 25, maybe? Uh, yeah. Uh, so... They haven't even started yet. Well, I'll have a, a you know, better get fun time going. playing in Fort Lauderdale. Uh... Yep. Well... So a great, it's a great move for uh, Apple. I'm happy to hear that those kids are going to make it. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> great, good for uh, good for Messi. I'm glad that he's going to be able to enter in his retirement uh, like a little bit early in my um, open like in time for the 2025 <laughs> MLS season. So I mean, Our, not that long. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. That's fair. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, how long is contract? <laughs> yeah, I think it was two years. I'm not uh, sure. Two years, I think. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll probably sell them on the, you know, the Rapids or some shit. <laughs> this guy messy, past his prime. Yeah, <laughs> sell them to DC United or some. It's like a real team. Um. All right. So that'll about do it for the Full Court Press podcast, the only podcast made by fools for fools. Uh, we, uh, my name's Lufa. Is joined by Baldy, Sandy, and Not Duke. You can reach the show at seven two four fu fools at seven two four three eight three six six five seven. You can text or leave a voicemail. As well, you can follow us on Twitter at fcourtpress. I'm very funny, and I manage that account. And we can also send topic suggestions to hashtag fcprundown. Uh, Everybody, say bye. If you listen to this long and you have any oh, funny God. NBA moments from this year, tweet them to us. Yes, please and do. goodbye. All right. All right. Peace out, everybody. It's not really AC so much as we have like a device that has, has like a hose connected to the outside and brings in air and just repurposes it. It's, oh, it's actually pretty, right. pretty spazzy, pretty it. nice. Pretty, I, pretty great. I thought that yeah. I thought he was actually gonna just tell us that he has Kinda a great actually. Like, <laughs> <it's like, laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, it's the Atlanta it, Atlanta AC. It's just we have a water hose going into a sprinkler and we just drown our living room every if day. I, uh, if I lived in Atlanta, it wouldn't be like this.
I, I don't live in Atlanta. I live in Macon. Bacon, bacon. So, yeah, oh, it's not, okay. as, it's not as good. So I only know of Macon because there's a, a Bob's Burgers joke where Bob is entertaining a, a biker gang. Um, and they're talking about uh, Macon and how it's beautiful. It has great, uh, great azaleas and wonderful crank. Can you confirm if the crank is great in Macon? Uh, cranking it? No, I can't confirm. <laughs> how are the azaleas? We're we're born all okay. for cherry blossoms. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Oh, Georgia. <laughs> I thought Georgia's all about the peaches. All right. 